Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now, more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. episode of Why Won't You Date Me, a podcast where me and Nicole Byer tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could come on my teeth and call it a crown. Well, my guest today is a comedian. Oh my who's, God. Who's part of one of my favorite, favorite improv groups, Wild Horses. You've seen her on Parks and Rec, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Veep and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and all four episodes of her new true crime podcast, Corked, can now be heard on HeadGum. I'm so excited <laughs> for Mary Holland. Beep, bop, boop. Oh my <laughs> gosh. You were also in, I think I texted you about this, but maybe I forgot, um, that Netflix show that was like the lady across the hall from the yeah. window drinking the wine. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the title. Yeah. She's across the hall. She's drinking wine. She's a lady. It's all you need to know. <laughs> you were so funny in it. Oh, thanks, Nicole. Thank you. Oh, no problem. It's always delightful whenever you pop up on my TV. I go, oh, my friend is being oh, funny. God. I feel the same way about you. Always. Thank so you. delighted by you forever and ever. I like that. Huge fan. I'm a big fan. Do you remember that sketch we did way back when where we were students on a f- school trip and we, <laughs> we find a sarcophagus and yes. Echo Callum... His character just decides to be the mummy, and he goes, wrap me up. And we're like, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. 
That, and then we had the slowest, and then we wrapped him in the slowest way possible and just said goodbye to our friend. It was yeah. so funny. Oh, my uh, gosh. We had a great time. We oh, did a we lot did. of wild sketches together. The fun aunts. The fun aunts <laughs> fighting over the bill. Um, what was the name of the the swamp? Uh, oh, um, Darbus, the Darbus, river monster. The river monster. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, boy. You did one where you were like a sex ed teacher oh, with yeah. condoms. <laughs> That made me laugh so hard. I was so glad I wasn't in that sketch. Or maybe I was in it one time. I think you performed it twice. I don't know. But I, like, kept laughing. and couldn't stop. It's a real hoot. It's a real hoot. I, I try to demo how to use a condom on my forearm, which is, you know, optimistic. Oh, it's so funny. Um, Mary, can I – are you a Disney person? I am a Disney person. I love Disney. So you've been to Disneyland? I've been to Land and World. Oh! Not to brag. I'd only been to World. Went to Land last night for my birthday. Um, so my <gasps> birthday was in August. This is now September. But I'm going to talk about it anyway. Yeah, and, please. Uh, Mary, there's supposed to be fireworks every night. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's part of the, that's part of the deal. There, there was nary a firework. They said it was too windy. And who said? Who said this? Who, who I don't is saying know. this? <laughs> I don't know. One of the, the, the park employees. Oh. One of the, I don't, what are they called? Fun curators? Do they have a name? I, th- <laughs> I actually think every single person who works there is called a cast member. I think every single person oh. who works there is called a cast member. I could be wrong, How but I think fun. that's true. But also, I think that you could say that they're, they're fun guaranteers <laughs> is also what they are. Uh, the fun guarantors <laughs> did not guarantee me fireworks. That is so disappointing, especially when you like made the trip there specifically for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, was that you said that was your first time at Disneyland? That was my absolute first time <gasps> at Disneyland. I had never ever been. I'd been to World once, or no, twice, and I was very upset both times. It was too hot. Yeah, my dad wanted to accomplish too much. Oh boy, the water was too expensive, and I think I heard my dad grumbling about that. So in oh. my head, I was like, "Water's a hundred dollars," and it is. They sold me Dasani for four twenty-five at every corner. Oh, and Dasani, no less. I know. How dare they, <laughs> Mary? I was aghast. aghast. And I did have smart water, but only in little pockets. You had to find <laughs> the smart water. You had to find the smart water. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, so are you? Well, let me ask you this: At what time did you arrive at Disneyland? A good old eight p.m. Okay, okay, great. So you have not experienced Disneyland at all during the day. No. Okay. Um, and it was kind of hot last night, so I'm a yeah. little scared about the daytime. Oof, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't go into California Adventure. I hear that's where Marvel is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the rumors are true. <laughs> Marvel is there. And I didn't ride any of the classic ones like Space Mountain or what's another classic one? Oh, Big Thunder Railroad. That's a classic. No, I rode Dumbo, the carousel. Fun! (laughs) I went to the auto, the auto thing powered by Honda. (laughs) Have you ever been on that? It's like bumper cars, but you can't bump nobody. No, I haven't been on that one powered by Honda. 
Sure oh my is. gosh. And then, oh, it's like in Tomorrowland, but it's oh, gas-powered yeah. cars. Oh, and I was no. like, wait a minute. This is today land. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, that's a sick burn. That is a sick burn. Yeah. I, oh gosh. Well, are you interested in going back? Oh, well, do you like roller coasters? Here's the thing. I'm not sure. Okay. But there's this big slide in Detroit. I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram where it like, it has like little waves on the way down and there's a specific wave to ride it, but nobody can really figure it out. So people are getting annihilated on oh this slide. Oh my God. Just like slamming down. And I'm like, I kind of want to do that. So maybe I do <laughs> like roller coasters. <laughs> oh gosh. I feel like you would, especially because there's you, there's no chance of getting your, well, I guess there's always a chance of getting your teeth knocked out, but not oh. like in this water slide where like mm -hmm. it sounds like you could really really hurt yourself really hurt yourself oh boy i think i like roller coasters i really like the dumbo ride <laughs> good okay yeah and i love the ride. teacups oh then you're gonna love roller coasters because the teacups are the most barf inducing rides like that is the most barf inducing ride i think i've ever ridden oh okay because you so spin around handle round. that i can handle a roller coaster and let me tell you, there's some great ones there. I hope you go. I hope you will feel like, I hope you feel like you want to go back. But I understand if you don't, because you get, you had, you know, your fireworks not happen. I think I, I will go back. I will say some of the ugliest families I've ever seen were there. <laughs> um, this lady, her Describe son. Describe them! <laughs> well, they weren't an ugly family. They're actually a fine looking family, but this woman was so close behind me and I was like, oh, I don't like this. And then oh. her son touched my butt and coughed and I was like, is he COVID? What is this? Why would you ever? And I turned around and she just went, mm, sorry. And I said, uh, okay, like, what am I going to do? Oh, Please don't God. let your son touch my butt and cough. Yeah. What is that move? I don't know, but I did the not like cough. it. Get out of here. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it was weird and gross. Um, I ate a turkey leg. It was too juicy and a little too salty. Wow. Wow. Okay. And you, 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 yeah, because with a turkey leg, the risk is that it's too dry, but this mm -hmm. one was too wet. Too wet. Oh, no. Um, and then it like was getting in my teeth and I was like, I don't know if I'm having fun anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So wait, are you like a big Disney head? Have you been numerous times? No, listen, I go every day. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I have gone quite a lot. I've, I've gone to Disneyland a lot because, you know, it's right in our backyard. It's only 30 minutes away. I was surprised. I know. Um, so I have been a lot over the years and have really gotten the experience down, I think, where I'm like, uh, I know what I, I, I have like a focused idea of what I want to accomplish when oh. I'm there. You know what I mean? I, I don't feel like stressed to like try to do everything. Yes. Um, but uh, I did recently go to Club 33. Oh my word. And that's the secret. That's like the secret. You have to like invite only. <gasps> Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell. It's a secret. <laughs> <Dang it. laughs> um, I went with a friend who uh, 
new a member. And so because you can become a member of Club 33 and then you get um, you I think what you get is like free parking and like, you know, you can come to the park anytime you want and you get certain like advantages or deals around the parks. Um, And then you can make dinner reservations. Did you walk around the park at all? Did you go to like New Orleans Square or anything like that? I think I went to New Orleans Square. That's we tried to get beignets. That's where Pirates of the Caribbean is. It's like over there. Yes. And so Club 33, there's a a little secret door that's in New Orleans Square, right by right by um Pirates of the Caribbean. And it says 33 on it. And you you go in, you have to like be, you have to go through a series of um checkpoints and you go up and you go in and it just um it's this like restaurant uh that is on the top floor of like, it's above Pirates of the Caribbean basically. Mm -hmm. So like you, you can go out on the terrace and look down into New Orleans square. Um, it's so cool, but, uh, Disney had made it for him to be able to like entertain, you know, dignitaries and people like that. So yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So it was, it was quite an experience and it was, was um, the food good? It was good. (laughs) (laughs) i was sad that i didn't get to go to i don't know they have like uh, ant-man restaurant where you get like big grilled cheeses and like little sodas (laughs) no they do that's so fun and you're a big marvel fan now (laughs) apparently right i finished wandavision even though i only needed to watch three episodes um, and then I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about this She-Hulk lady. So I watched that episode and I understood yes. things. They talked about the blip. I was very excited. <gasps> oh, you know everything. <laughs> You're an expert. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, but I boy. do know more than I ever thought I would know. Right, right. Well, I think you would really enjoy then uh, the, the, I think they call it the Marvel Campus at um, oh. California Adventure because it is, you're stepping into you're stepping into what's the <laughs> uh, Wakanda? In, in, uh, stepping into Wakanda. You're stepping into. <laughs> you're stepping into. I'm thinking of like, or no, the Avenger campus. The Avenger campus. Oh, is what so, so okay. you step. I don't know what city Avengers are in. Um, I think they were in New York and then maybe moved upstate. Yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> this, is, this is a guess. Well, it, it feels like you're walking right into that place. <laughs> so, um, it's great. It's great, and there's a lot of really fun rides. And listen, you know, characters just wander around. You can see Spider-Man doing flips all around. The the campus you I, I boy oh boy I think I I might have to go I think you Lauren should go went and Lauren got to meet Loki and oh, she sent yes. me this video of her like screaming after Loki or maybe it was just a picture of her with Loki I can't remember but I, <laughs> I squealed I was like she too. met Loki <laughs> yeah it's exciting there's a lot to do there's a lot to do and see beyond fireworks even though the fireworks are great mm-hmm. but i'm sorry that those didn't happen that's such a bummer thank you thank you for telling me you're sorry also <laughs> california adventure closes earlier the park closes at midnight and there was children oh, at boy. midnight oh yeah oh yeah I, those parents I believe are it. squeezing every yes. last 
<laughs> penny of time that they can, which I understand. I couldn't believe it. Another thing I couldn't believe, there was too many children that were too big for strollers. Yeah. <laughs> like just, just like long legs coming out of these strollers, <laughs> dragging on the ground. I was like, I oh, get this kid out of the stroller. Get this kid out of the stroller. I don't stroller. know. It's always like my first thought. I'm like, he's too big for that stroller. Why are you in that stroller? Absolutely. But, you know, maybe they needed to be in it. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be judgmental. Mary, who knows? Who knows? It, there's so many different ways to look at it. There truly is. Okay, Mary, this is a relationship podcast. Oh. Um, so I wanted to ask you some relationship things. Okay. You got married on Halloween. I did. Was that because you're a big Halloweeny, <gasps> or it just like you just decided Halloween? Like, how did Halloween come up as a day to get married? I'm the biggest Halloweeny. I love Halloween. It's it's my favorite holiday. It's Matt's favorite holiday. Um, and I hope that he came to that independently. But there's a good chance that I <laughs> that I maybe force that to be true for him. Um, but we just love spooky things. We love eerie things. Uh, we it's our favorite time in LA, the September October time. There's so mm-hmm. many great scary spooky things to do around the city, and so um, we when we were thinking of like when should we uh, trying to set a date for the wedding we actually were on a trip to Salem Massachusetts <laughs> the spookiest part of maybe any part of the east coast that's right <laughs> that's right so spooky and we were there halloween of or, or in october of 2019 and we were taking this um tour around the the town and the tour guide was like next year next halloween in 2020 uh it's on a saturday and it's going to be a blue moon so if you're interested in coming to salem at that time book your tickets now because it's going to be crazy here Mm -hmm. and so when we i that i was like that's it we have to be married under the blue moon on halloween like that's perfect that's perfect um, and so we had planned this uh, a ceremony with our families in North Carolina, and then we were going to do a party in L.A., but then COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> Dang old COVID hit. I know. So so we pivoted, and we decided to do uh, a little ceremony in our backyard on Halloween, and then the next day have a, a drive through reception with all our friends and then which you came to i did and i should have dressed up just slightly more no 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 (laughs) no you were perfect it was it was so lovely and i think i don't know if um this was your experience at that particular time but it was it was still pretty early into the pandemic so Mm -hmm. uh i hadn't seen anybody like I uh-huh. hadn't physically seen anybody in so long. And so it was just the most amazing thing to get to see our friends in 3D. <laughs> it was really nice. And yeah. I just remembered I went with John Milheiser and we were both like a little nervous before we arrived. We were like, oh yeah. boy, I don't know. I hope uh, Mary likes this car. I don't know. I hope Mary might <laughs> like that. I don't know. And we're going to see people. And then got out of the car and then it was just like, Oh, wait, these are like friends and it's nice and no time has passed and everyone seems okay. It was, yeah, it was one of the first times I gotten to see people. It was like very nice. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, we we have uh, such wonderful pictures from that afternoon of of everybody just 
it, it, it did feel like a collective. We're okay. We're okay. <laughs> um, but then we ended up having our, we did like a postponed family celebration and we did that last Halloween. So, Aww. yeah. So, um, we've now had two weddings. <laughs> I love it. The more, the better. And you know, that's it. That's How it. How did you meet Matt? I assume it's improv at UCB. And it is improv at UCB. That's right. That's okay. right. So did you ask Matt out first or did he ask you out first? Well, we were friends for like four or five years before we... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were on like an indie improv team together. We were, you know, we're single and started dating. Oh, I love and, it. Yeah. So I... But Wait, I don't do you remember anybody... who asked who out? I know. I know. That's your original question. Um, <laughs> let me think. I feel like it was, it was a sort of a mutual... It was... I, I think there was no like question question being asked, like, will you go out mm-hmm. with me? But it, it was a thing of I was the first to say how I was feeling. And then he mm-hmm. said he how he was feeling. And then it was like from then on, okay, well the, well we're going out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. It just seems it seems rather seamless and very easy. It was and a hard yeah. thing for one to try to replicate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it it definitely felt very organic, and um, but I think it was because we had that really long history as mm-hmm. as friends. You know, had that foundation there. But oh, there were many times at the beginning of of us like seeing each other where where I was sort of uh, panicking about how um it, like it was going along so seamlessly like how we mm-hmm. were transitioning from friends into something more in this way that that felt really natural and and right but i was panicking about that cuz i was like i think this shouldn't feel this should mm-hmm. feel harder or like more confusing mm-hmm. or cuz i don't my past dating experience had been not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. But then, then it just kind of, we've been together ever since. So it, it, it worked out. I like that. Yeah. I like that you were like, why is this so easy? I'm suspicious of this being easy. Oh, well, it's easy and I like it. I'll yeah. stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I, I think the thing that I experienced with Matt that, that I was unsure, I was like a little wary of was he just really seemed to genuinely like me and en- enjoy my company. And there wasn't any, well, if I do this, maybe he'll like me, you know, like it just felt like it was very safe. It was, it just felt very safe. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Um, can I ask you about yeah. when you were a teenager? Okay, so my assistant, she does research for me. She's very wonderful and I love her. So she found <laughs> she found out that you were dating a guy as a teen who was the funny guy in class who would make fun of you a lot. And when you broke up, you felt powerless. So then you looked up Carrie online. <laughs> or no, you watched Carrie and then looked up online how to use telekinesis. <laughs> That is, I really love that story. So funny. Um, yeah, that's true. That was in middle school. 
I, yeah, had a, had a little bit of a crisis. <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh gosh, the details of it are, are, I don't know if you feel this way about like looking back at that time in your life, but the details are like simultaneously very fuzzy. And also I'll never forget that like super clear. Yes. Um, but with this guy, yeah, it like everybody, every girl in school had a crush on this guy. Cause he was, he was so funny and so popular and, um, just the most fun to be around. And we dated, I guess, in the way you date when you're 12 and don't know what that is. But yeah, he, he, he did like, he would make fun of people, some people in a really tough way. And then other people, I, I guess you could view it as teasing, but it felt not good. And I, um, yeah, I, I watched Carrie and I was like, this is the answer. <laughs> I, 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 I gotta get telekinesis. <laughs> I too watched Carrie at one point, and every time I felt like, and it usually was like romantically when I felt rejected, I was like, what if I could just move her away? out of his mind and then he'll love me. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't trying to move objects. I was trying to remove people <laughs> yeah. from schools. <laughs> oh, I get that too. Yeah. I get that. And I think you can use telekinesis to like you could probably physically lift someone with your mind and just like I wish move them to a different place. I wish I had telekinesis. I think it would be fun. I did you know I looked up how it, and this was like also early days of the internet where I was like on like a GeoCities website or something. But I looked up like, here's how you get telekinesis <laughs> or this is how you can practice it. And they recommended, <laughs> I remember doing this too in my bedroom. They recommended getting like a, a toilet paper roll, like the cardboard cylinder mm -hmm. and put an object on a surface and, and, you know, hold the cylinder up to your eye and like, so you're, you're like focused, your vision is focused on this object. Um, and then just think about moving it. <laughs> and I practiced, I did that for like a whole night. I tried to, I was just like looking through the hole of the toilet paper roll, trying to move a keychain or something. And it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't okay. work. I really do love that. I love that you tried. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the story that you're like, you know, I th I'll just try it. I will. Yeah, that's I listen. That's how that's my motto is you just you know, try. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> I didn't date at all in middle school or really? high school. Yeah. It was just hard. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how girls were catching these gentlemen. Yeah. And then I remember I don't remember talking about anyone like having sex or anything until high school. And I was like, how are they doing that? That seems crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> same, same. I mean, it truly th this, this guy from seventh grade was like my only, uh, romantic fling in, in, in that time. Um, and even then it wasn't, it was like, oh, we kissed at a football game. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so yeah, I was like, not, the thought of people having any kind of 
sexual expertise at at that age. I was like, what? How are you it, doing that? Yeah, it blows my mind because even now as an adult, sometimes I'm a little awkward. And I'm like, boy, oh boy, Nicole, then, oh <laughs> boy, how would it happen? <laughs> Same. And I, I feel like I... I would have for sure been like, I just need to do what I see being done in movies. Like that, that's, mm-hmm. that is the <laughs> only way I'm going to know how to do this. And not, not that the opportunity ever came to me. I mean, oh God, I remember I got approached once and someone told me I stink. Oh no. Wait, were they like, Hey, you're cute, but most thank you. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't even um, like so. Uh, someone I had a crush on or anything, or, or any kind of romantic prospect. It was at summer camp. It was around the same. I was about the same age uh, as I was when I uh, tried to have telekinesis. And <laughs> the I remember at camp, I was sitting next to another girl in my cabin, and she was like you stink. You like smell bad. And I was like, what? I do. (laughs) And then I, that's when, but it was important for me, you know, because then I learned, oh, showers are very important. Mm -hmm. And deodorant's a great thing. And it's something that you should invest in when you become a 13 year old. (laughs) Deodorant is a wonderful thing. Yeah. I remember just being slightly dirty back then. Being like, I don't have to shower every day. And it's like, no friend, you do. (laughs) You do. You gotta do it. I know it it really felt like a chore to me. I, now I think I, I, if I'm honest, Nicole, please be showers do still feel like chores to me. Yes. And I yeah. fully agree. Oh, you do? Yes. Because I feel like most people have a very mature relationship with <laughs> showering where they're like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't wait to get in the shower like after a long day. And I'm like, oh, no, what? Yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. If I didn't have to shower, I wouldn't. I would just opt out. Yeah, same. Now, that being said, oh, I love baths. I do like a bath too, except when you get out of the bath, I feel like there's always the dirtiest little rig. I'm like, how? How? Am I this filthy? I know. It's really frustrating. It's frustrating. So anyway, um, so, but my point is, I, no one was asking me to bone at that time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, me either. Um, Real quick, we have to take a break. Okay. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So... Even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Boop, boop, boop. We're back. Okay, this is one of my favorite facts about you. Your first job was a photography wench at medieval times. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. How long did you work there? I worked there for a full summer. It was between my freshman and uh, soft, my freshman and sophomore year of college. And it was in Schaumburg, Illinois. And uh, yeah, I worked there every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for like three months, maybe. Loved it. I don't remember medieval times very well, but like, were you in character being like, ah, do you want a picture? <laughs> yes, that was, oh, that was exactly what I said and exactly <laughs> the way I said it. Oh, I How did you love know? It. I don't know. I was stalking you. I time traveled. I said hello. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, I remember you. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were. I don't remember ever getting like specific guidance about a British accent or like a, a Cockney accent or whatever, but uh, everyone around me was doing it. And it was sort of like, <laughs> uh, I guess we're, I guess this is, this is part of it. You just slip into an accent. You did have to call everybody my Lord or my lady. Oh, you did okay. have to do that. And then, yeah, I sold, we, we would take pictures of people as they came in and then we would print them out feverishly in like a photo lab while the show was starting. And then we would go around, we'd get like packets and we'd go around and try to sell them to the people that, uh, whose pictures we had just taken. Now here's a question. Was it hourly or did you get paid when you sold packages? Oh, I had an hourly rate, but it was a bad, it was (laughs) $6 and 50 cents an hour. No. And then if you sold packets, the packets were um, $20. And if you sold mm-hmm. packets, you got to keep a percentage of that. You got like commission. Um, oh, okay. And I, oh, I was terrible. I, I couldn't, I could never sell anything. So I paid to work there basically. Cause I also, <laughs> I drove a hundred miles round trip to work there. 
Mary. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. A hundred miles round trip. That is wild. I know. It was 50 miles from where I was living in the town I went to college in. And so I would drive 50 miles. I'd work and I'd drive 50 miles back. Oh, my word. That's like an hour back and forth. Well, when I tell you the car that I was driving in, it's going to make, it's going to really paint the picture for you. It was a PT Cruiser. Oh, Mary. (laughs) Mary, Mary, Mary. This is my favorite imagery. (laughs) Did you get dressed at work or did you wear your work outfit in your baby? I call them baby hearses. I know they're so funny. I thought they were so cool. Um, but now I know better. Now I know better. Um, but now it, I think they're still pretty cool. Every time I see one, I'm really excited. It's, yeah, it's like an experience. Um, but yes, my baby hearse, I would drive my baby hearse. Uh, I think, I think I had my wardrobe with me a lot of the time, but you would also turn it in like in the locker rooms they had like a a, a, st- a laundry station where people you could turn your um costume in and have it uh, dry oh, cleaned have it there oh, yeah okay which was nice um but yeah oh yeah i when i loved the outfit it was like a tiny little like half corset <laughs> um and then like a you know a peasant girl top yeah like a and, billowy top yeah it was and then a long skirt kind of my skirt because it couldn't get in the way of us you know trotting up and down the stairs mm. um so it 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 hit i think mid-calf it was like a midi skirt, like a medieval midi skirt. <laughs> Ooh, I love a medieval midi. Oh, it sounds fashionable and delicious and delightful. It was all those things. Oh, yes. Um, when did you move out to L.A.? I moved to L.A. in 2007. Okay. Yeah. That's Was it like right after graduating college? Yeah. Yep. And what were your dreams when you first moved here? Oh, Nicole, I had such dreams. My dream, oh, I I just, well, I came from theater school. So I came from Mm -hmm. acting school and I had, oh, stars in my eyes. I I, like wanted to do film and TV and I wanted to, I wanted to like, uh, yeah, I wanted to be movies like, Lord of the Rings, if we're being real. Ooh. I like saw, I, of course, very naively was like, you just move to LA and you just do it. You just, <laughs> you just move to LA and you audition and you, you get things and, you and book it and everyone wants you. <laughs> That's right. And they did, they really didn't. Um, <laughs> and they didn't for a long time, uh, like eight, eight ish years. So it was, uh, it was it was a tough time, but in that time, that's when I started taking UCB classes and doing mm-hmm. improv, and that was definitely a uh, a real. It was like an outlet that I so desperately needed and wanted in a community, and you know, it was just mm-hmm. it was really a, a lifesaver. 
Yeah, I think of UCB as such a magical place because I was like, wait a minute. So everybody here has basically the same goals and everyone is very funny and very yes. nice. Like yes. when I moved to LA, I was like, good Lord, everyone's so nice here. It was just really? very welcoming. Yeah, very welcoming, very nice. Because I met a lot of people through like DCM. And if you don't know what DCM is, it's Del Close Marathon Improv, 24 hours a day for 72 hours. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Um, yeah, I remember some of my first shows were at like 4.30 in the morning oh and be God. like so pumped for six people who are sleeping in the audience. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So when did you move out here? You moved out. I moved out here in 2012. Okay. Yes. And then was from, like, from yeah, October York, 2012. Right? Yeah. I drove, drove my little uh, Honda Civic oh. to uh, cross country. <laughs> It was terrible. I hated it. I'll never do it again. I did one of my suitcases. Oh. And I it never occurred to me to ship things. So I said, I'll take everything I can pack in a car and then I'll just like put everything else in storage. Whoa. Yeah. You you didn't want to buy suitcases. No, no, and then I didn't know about shipping things. Got it. Okay. 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 Got it. Wow. It's very silly. So yeah, I bought a little little car. And did anybody go with you on this road trip or was yeah. it solo? Okay. I, so I drove solo. I truly left New York at 5 p.m. Not good. And then <laughs> made it to Chicago at an ungodly time in the morning and then slept at my sister's place. And then my grandmother was like, just go with her, Catherine. It's, I don't think she was working at the time. Or maybe it was a weekend. I don't know. But my grandparents were like, just go with her. This is not good. She yeah, can't yeah. drive by herself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she came with me. She wouldn't let me pick up hitchhikers. Um, did nor did I have room to? in my car. Of course. What a story. What a fun time. Uh, maybe we would have fallen in love. Who knows? Oh, yeah. That would be romantic. It could have been very romantic. <laughs> yeah. Me, my sister, this stranger. <laughs> <laughs> This man on the lamb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, LA when I got here, it was just nice. And then it, yeah, I did comedy for a very long time before people were like, oh, we like this. And then even still on Twitter and on Reddit, they go, we hate this. Oh, but yes. it's okay. I'm not for everybody. That's okay. And that's something we have to, we do have to make peace with. I remember <laughs> I, when you see those those um, people who who really don't love what you're doing, yeah, they're mad about it. Even they're th- in fact they're they feel um, really upset that you were <laughs> <laughs> that you're a mm-hmm. part of the conversation at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is a really good lesson, and like you know, that's okay. I'm not going to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But it's that's easier said than done. Yes. Because I do cry a lot about it. Do you? Well, yes. I'm I I don't know if you know this about me, but I am the just a real great codependent lady. And so <laughs> that's what I thought you were gonna say. A great codependent lady. <laughs> very, very much like I'm are, are, do people like me? Are they, are they liking me? And if they're not like, what, what can I do to that's, that's also why like with Matt, when I didn't need to do that so much, that was like a really, it was like a, uh, a, um, 
yeah, it was a, a relief. Well, I'll tell you this. You're going to work forever. You're very uh, funny. You're going to work forever. People who don't like you, Mary, I think are dumb. Uh, and you know what? What? And people who don't, don't like you, Nicole? Yeah. I think they can just hit the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit the road. Get out of here. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. They sure don't. Do you do you Matt? Do you guys perform together? I know you've done sketches together because yes. you would fill in on New Money, oh, our right. sketch team. Um, but did you ever, did you ever do like improv with Matt? We did. We did. We actually had a two person team before we were dating. We, we had a two person team because we were on an indie improv team together and just had so much fun that we're like, oh, let's start a two-person team. So we did a couple shows as a two-person team. I really feel like you guys have such a strong foundation of a friendship that like, yeah, I don't know. It sounds really sweet and nice. Yeah. And maybe it's what we all should be doing. Maybe I should be trying to make friends with people. <laughs> yeah. Then go, do you want to love me? <laughs> I, well, I have to say, because before we were dating. I did try. Um, I think it, this was in the times before Hinge and Tinder. And like, I, I feel like the dating world is so much more open than, and there's so many different ways to meet people now. But at the time, mm -hmm. there was just like OkCupid and Match.com. And I went on a few dates through those sites. And it, it always was, none of them were great. The people were fine, but but it was like, I think for me, your point is is very true where it's like, oh, I need to already kind of know a person and have a rapport with them in order to know if I'm interested in them. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, like I can't really gauge that having just met somebody brand new. Um, you know what I mean? On a, on a yeah. date. And I, uh, I feel like dating is inherently bad because <laughs> especially with like apps and stuff because you talk to them via like a texting yeah and then you're like oh i'll make up i'll fill in the blanks and then you meet them and then you're like well i want this to work out and then you're like wait i don't know maybe i don't and then you don't actually get to be friends because you're just working on making it work romantically right right hmm i don't know i don't know it, it <laughs> does seem like it it's so exciting because there's so many opportunities, but then also I can only imagine very confusing and very, um, the game playing that happens must be on a whole other level. Yeah. Cause you're like, as a, a lady identifying person, uh, people are like, if you go out with men, you have to like make them want to chase you. Which inherently right. feels dumb because I'm like, why can't I just say, hi, excuse me, I think I like you. Do yeah. you want to have nice times? And then apparently that makes them scared. So then they go, no, thank you. I don't want that. But then if you date women, I've been told that they'll go, yes, I want to have nice times. Let's move in together. And then I don't know. It's all very, very silly and weird. It's all very silly and weird. And also it's it just feels... I think it just is always going to feel tough when you feel like you have to like shape your behavior into something somebody else mm -hmm. wants or what you think some, or like what you anticipate somebody wants. That just always, always feels a little, uh, 
hard and, and confusing. Yeah. Here's a weird question. Matt is also an actor and a performer. Yeah. Do you ever feel like your rivals? I guess not, because you're going out for different parts. Is yeah. there any, yeah, is it hard on your relationship to be in the same industry? It's it's not, I mean, I think there's like, yeah, they, it, that hasn't really come up for us. I, I think the nice things about that is that there's a real understanding of like how and crazy the scheduling can get or how like unpredictable it can be and things can come up last minute where you got to leave for a long time mm-hmm. or, um, you know, our additions come up last minute and plans get shifted. And so that kind there's a, a definitely like a mutual understanding of what this like mm-hmm. lifestyle and industry is. I mean, I think there's, there's, uh, there's aspects of it where it's like, oh yeah, like I'm sure that there, I'm, will have opportunities that he would love to have and vice versa, but it hasn't, it hasn't come up in a way where it feels like uh, there's a negativity Mm -hmm. around it, you know? Yeah. Because from the outside, it seems like you're like both your biggest cheerleaders for each other. And it just, it seems, that's what it seemed like. And I was just curious to know if that was true. Yeah, And I like that. I like that you guys both seem so excited about what the other one is doing. And then every time I see you together, you just seem like, I don't know, so happy. It's nice. Oh, thank you. It's nice when friends are in love. (laughs) It's nice to go, wow. (laughs) I sound insane. (laughs) But like, I don't know. I'm like, I didn't realize how much of like a romantic I am. I think I spent my early 20s being like, oh, romance is dumb. Let me just fuck. But now I'm so horny for love. Yeah. I can't even. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, love is nice and love is pure. Love is nice and love is pure and love is good. Love um, is delicious. <laughs> love is delicious. Yeah. He, 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 I feel so supported and and loved and i think that i and i said this to him a number of times where it's like i and i hope he feels the same way but it's like (laughs) because i feel i do feel so um he is a cheerleader for me and and such a support that i feel brave enough to reach even even farther and higher like i feel like knowing I have um, that he's got my back and he's there and he's rooting for me. It just, it, uh, I want to accomplish more and, and try more and do more because of that. I love that. <laughs> Real quick, we got to take another break. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just 
$98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up. And Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. And we're back. Um, I just want to read to you um, uh, what a nice man said on... One of these appies. Okay. This person's name on the app is Dirt. No, uh, no, I'm not judging Dirt. I'm just like, is that your nickname? Why is it your nickname, Dirt? That's interesting. Well, it's a conversation starter, that's for sure. It is. And on Hinge, there's a prompt that says two truths and a lie. Dirt says, I've never been to jail. I play video games all day. I love women. (laughs) So I'm like, two truths and a lie. (laughs) So I'm like, so you've been to jail. (laughs) I've never been to jail. Yes, it's so specific to include that in your, in your, um, like the first three sentences about you. It feels like, well, why are you bringing this up? (laughs) Yeah, why, uh, what's going on, Dirt? Why? <laughs> yeah, Dirt. <laughs> yeah, Dirt, just, you could leave, uh, you could leave some things, uh, to, to my imagination, That's you know? That's right. Or you could just say, I, hey, I'm law-abiding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Dirt. I abide by the law and the rules. <laughs> hey, I'm Dirt. Um, 
Wow. And there, is there, is there a last name? I know you, you probably can't say it, but no, no last it's name. just dirt. dirt is just, dirt is like Cher. He's just dirt. He's just dirt. Well, yep. and he loves women. Two he loves women. He plays video games all day. Maybe he's never been to jail. He loves women, but he doesn't play video games all day, you know? Oh, you know what? Truly never occurred to me. I was like, <laughs> surely Dirt's been to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dirt. And I was oh. like, maybe I'll try to match with Dirt. But yeah. I don't know. You don't know? Well, don't do you know. like video games? or do you? Are you into those? You know... I'm not good at them. Right. During the pandemic, I tried to play, um, uh, God, what was it called? Animal Crossing. Oh, everybody was into <sighs> that. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like following the trends, but Tim Nook is a crook and you have to give him all your bells and <laughs> then he won't let you have a house. <laughs> I just, <laughs> right. I was not playing it. Right, right, right. Yeah. I see. And um, this person said to me, um, he said, I'm sure it's annoying to hear from fans when you're trying to find a man, but I just have to say, you make me so happy, and I hope you find love soon. Which was very kind, but I was like, if not with you, why? Uh, (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why talk to me? Because, you know, you get something in your little inbox, and you're like, ooh, who's it going to be? Yeah. And he said, not me. This was on on Hinge that you got this message? Okay. mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that's confusing. That's that's a li- that is a very nice message, but it's it's misleading on that platform. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Mary, can I ask you about when you moved to LA and you were a hostess at a fancy restaurant <laughs> and they said that you were not fancy enough? Get out. How were you not fancy enough? Oh, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Just I think you're fancy. Well, well, thank you. I I am not fancy, and I don't know how I got that job, but I was told. Oh boy, um, I was. T- we had to wear like a. Oh, it was another job that had a very specific uniform, and it was like I I wore like gold lame pants. <gasps> And like a really like, like a silk, like top thing that I wore over the golden May pants. And I, uh, we, well, in my time there, I was a, I was a hostess there. And in my time there, we went through so many different general managers at this restaurant, mm-hmm. but there was one who like called a meeting with the front of house with the, with the, the, you know, hostess Dan and, mm-hmm. and every other person who worked there was, I think two of them were actually professional models. Uh, one of them was like a tennis uh, s- star instructor person. And I was told, well, the, 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 the manager was like, okay, so I just wanted to like talk about appearances. And some of you are doing a great job. You show up to work. You're very polished. You're very clean. You're very sophisticated. And some of you look like you just rolled out of bed. And like, I felt everyone just kind of look at me. <laughs> No, because I had this like fuzzy hair and uh, didn't know what I was doing with makeup, and I w- it was it was uh, it was very clearly about me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but no. I was also, but I also Nicole, I was like, sir, this is my best. This is me <laughs> doing my best, and and I I hear the note, I hear the feedback, I 
I am already spending two hours getting ready before coming here. Mm-hmm. Like I, I cannot, this is as good as it's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I didn't, uh, work long there after that. Uh, I didn't get fired. Okay. I don't think maybe I did. <laughs> maybe I think it, uh, I don't think I did. Um, but but yeah, it was, uh, it was tough. I, you know, you gotta, you just gotta, I guess, have a certain aesthetic as a person. Mm-hmm. And I, I just didn't really have it. I was shocked that I got a job at this fancy place in Beverly Hills. Like I really stick out like a sore thumb. I don't think so. I also got fired from not being, well, I was told I was too jolly. It was this like trendy restaurant in Chelsea called Elmo. I don't know if it still exists. This is years and years and years ago. I want to see if it does. How interesting. Okay. (laughs) And I wore for my first night silver, like a silver lame or like faux leather (laughs) skirt, black leggings, those like Peter Pan boots that like wouldn't go away for a while. And then a white turtleneck and then like big chunky jewelry and maybe a wig. I don't remember if I was wearing my hair short and natural at that time. Uh-huh. But I just remember and I did my makeup and I was wearing my blue contacts because I was like <laughs> for a while really thought I was little Kim. And I remember being like, <laughs> I look amazing. Yeah, and then the manager was like, huh, this outfit honey and I was like he called me honey I don't think he likes my outfit and then I learned the floor plan or whatever and was seating people fine and he he was just like so mean to me really and then um the next day they like called so I came in for my shift and they were like can we talk to you, Nicole? Oh, no. And I was like, yes. And I think I was wearing like a red corduroy something. Cute. And I again, I thought I looked really cute. Yeah. And it was like a, a gay place. And I thought like they would appreciate, you know, fun things. But they were like very like posh gay people. Um, mm. So they were like, Nicole, can you come in the back? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, we're going to have to let you go. No, they What? Yeah. And I was like, oh, um, am I not doing a good job? And they were, I remember the one guy who hired me was like, I'm so sorry. I think you're really wonderful. And I was like, okay. And the other oh guy was like, yeah, I just, God. I think you're just a little too jolly. And I was like, jolly. Excuse me? Jolly. I was like, is this a euphemism for fat? Oh or am my I, but God. then I thought back to being like, hello, here's your table. Do you love it? <laughs> like trendy music is playing. That, oh, I would love that if, if I had that experience at a restaurant. It's like just joyful and unpretentious and like kind. It's not the look they were it's going not, for. Oh, forget it. Oh, I don't like that place. <sighs> I didn't. I mean, they had an okay Cobb salad, but other than that, <laughs> I would walk past it because it was right next to McManus, if you remember oh, McManus yeah, in yeah, New York yeah, on yeah. 17th and 7th, I believe. So I would go to McMahon's and then be like, Elmo. Elmo. Did you <laughs> ever like go your in name was, after you were I fired? I don't think I went in okay. again after I was fired. I think I was like very embarrassed and I was like, I couldn't possibly. Yeah. This is funny that I have this mug here. Uh, <laughs> it's a mug that says, why won't you date me with Nicole Byer? <laughs> uh, well, and I didn't see the smaller print on it. I just see a, a well, looks like a picture of Nicole and then it just says, date me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and the picture is done by this man named Ian. Oh, I wish I could remember his last name. Ian O'Fleming, I think. He he'll just draw me every now and again. Oh. And he'll like listen to the podcast. I once was like, I wish someone would draw me as a fat storm. He said, Here you go. <laughs> He's very, very sweet. Oh, that's nice. Maybe I should make a request right now since I'm talking about him. <gasps> okay. Well, okay. Oh my gosh, what are you gonna do? Okay, um, Ian, will you draw me as the only thing I could think of is like a cute lady riding a giant pig. And that sounds insane. That sounds perfect. I kind of, I want that. That sounds perfect. With a saddle or without a saddle? <laughs> no. Okay. Here's what I want, Ian, if you're listening. I don't even know if he still listens, but Ian, okay. Maybe he doesn't listen. Maybe he listens to a different podcast. I don't know. If someone knows Ian, get it to him. <laughs> I would like to be... Um, Okay, I think her name is Pretty Persuasion from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's like um, a sex worker who's like a badass. I Whoa, want to be her that's awesome. floating in a rubber ducky pool floaty. <laughs> I don't even who I don't know who Pretty Persuasion is. I feel so out no, of it's touch. okay. It's a deep cut. So Sean um, Sean Diston was on Newcomers, and yeah. he came up with fun characters for me and Lauren to play. He picked Pretty Persuasion for me, and then this wild-looking, I think, half-duck thing for Lauren. And it made me laugh so hard, because I was like, I think that would truly be so perfect for Lauren to be <laughs> half a duck. <laughs> Lauren Lapkus, if you don't know yes, what I'm Lauren talking Lapkus. about. I just, I think she'd be so funny as some sort of, like, animal. <laughs> Oh yeah, she'd knock it out of the park. We got. We need to see this film. We gotta. I'm gonna see look it. for the Deadline article about it. Oh boy, do I love Deadline Day! Oh. When other people post deadlines, I get excited. I'm like, ooh, friends are getting deadlines. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what Deadline is, it's a pretty boring website that just tells you what's getting made. <laughs> oh my gosh, then, we love it. <laughs> we love to screenshot it and be like guess what's actually getting made or what <laughs> might get made or you know there might be a post later where i thank everybody for the opportunity and it doesn't happen oh my god <laughs> yes that oh gosh we live in such a wild time the thing is yeah. even you could even like it used to be i used to like think about this business like Okay, well, you know, just because something sa someone says something's going to happen doesn't mean it's going to happen. You got to mm -hmm. like wait until you're like actually there and you're mm -hmm. actually doing it and you've actually. But even now, like with Batgirl, that's not true. Mary, it blows my mind. It's so They upsetting. shot a whole movie I, with uh, a Latina Batgirl and they said, we simply can't let another eye see this. I'm dying to see it because I... I think it's it would be a great move. I don't know. I just for me, I'm like horrified. representation matters so much, and it's like, yeah. Well, it was greenlit. I know there was a merge, and there's a change of power, but it's like, just let people finish out what they started. Absolutely. It all the, the filmmakers, like the creative team that was a part of that, I'm devastated for because right? it's, it's it just got yanked from them at the last minute for I think a tax mm -hmm. break, which is something such bullshit. like that. Yeah, and it's, and there's a lot of like animation stuff that's getting pulled from like <sighs> HBO, and I'm just like, God, people worked on this. Yeah, and it's like, sure, they all got paid, but 
I mean, there's one thing about like getting paid, but then there's another thing about being like, oh, here are the fruits of my labor. Yes. And I get to see all this work that we came together to make. And that's another thing. When people say nasty things about stuff, I'm like, do you understand that these people weren't trying to make something bad? Yeah. They were trying to make something good. So who was I talking to about this? It was about reviews. Oh, Maureen. You know Maureen. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We were talking. I won't attempt to say her last name. It's, it's, got, <laughs> it's a little hard for me. But she had gotten some um, reviews that weren't super nice for, um, God, what is the arm wrestling move? Uh, you're in it. Golden Arm. Oh, Golden Arm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she had less favorable reviews. And I was like, I wonder if any of these male reviewers realize that like it's a female buddy comedy so maybe it wasn't for them. Right. I know. Yes. And it is that thing of, uh, listen, having like, uh, of course, every everyone should have an opinion and is entitled to one. And that's yeah. all great. And, and should experience art that's put out there. They should have their own experience of it. But I do think that it can veer into uh, a territory that that does feel like it disregards like okay but we all really put our hearts and souls into this and like mm -hmm. it's like very personal to us like it, it yeah. th this isn't just a um a spreadsheet that we put together it's like th mm -hmm. this is we're actually trying to make art yes <laughs> and so yeah and that yeah. scene you didn't like took hours to shoot yeah. there's somebody who lit it up yeah. who got the focus right on the cameras uh, there was a crew who liked it and cared laughed about and it. had yeah. a nice time. And yeah, so much prep goes into it. So I'm like, just to like negate all that with like terrible, terrible, like, I don't know. I, I do think it's okay to have an opinion, but For I sure. do think it's also, I think you can also be like, for me, exactly. here's what I didn't like. Exactly. But I, here, I can also see why someone might like this, like might see themselves represented in something I don't understand. I don't know. I know. Well, I think sometimes <laughs> some reviews are just like, it feels like they are the purposefully written to be as like eviscerating as possible. Like how, yes. how can they get as clever and witty with their takedowns as they, <laughs> as they possibly can. And, mm -hmm. and you're like, well, I'm a human <laughs> and you're, <laughs> you're like writing this about me. And it, it, it really feels, um, really awful and so hard not to like, yeah. Oh, internalize it forever and ever. Yeah. <laughs> And not take it personally yeah. and be like, well, that was, they didn't like that. So they're not going to like this. I've just truly really learned to be like, you know, there might be a couple, like uh, with my special, there was a couple like really <laughs> very mean reviews. And I was like, well, there are people who do like it and yeah. they do like tag me on Instagram. I'm like, that's nice. So I'm going to just focus on that because I didn't make it for people who don't right. like my exactly. humor who don't want to watch my stuff i made it for people who already like me and yeah. want to watch it so i really had to focus on that and that was hard yeah work. <laughs> yeah that's really hard um but i'm glad you did that because that's exactly it is that it's like the uh i mean it's the same with freaking dating where it's like if you tr if you try to be what everyone likes, you're mm. not going to be you, you know, like it's, yeah. that's, uh, being you is the, the, the best possible way 
to find love and to also make good art. And that's, um, that's what we're trying to do. Mary, I like you that. just be you because I think you're perfect. Oh, Mary, thank you. Okay, I have a question. We're going to come to an end because I have to let you go, but I could talk to you all dang day. Oh, me too. Um, okay, would you date me? Yes. Oh, thank you, yes. Mary. I do. <laughs> I do, do. Mary, do you have anything you want to promote? Oh, sure. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah. You know, well, the holiday season is almost upon us. I know we're Mm -hmm. three or four months away, but you can always, um, it's never too early to get in the, in the season spirits and, uh, happiest season I believe is, is on Hulu. You can watch that. There's a movie called- You P.S. are so funny in it. Thanks, Nicole. So funny. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know if you know, but that character is based on me. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell. <laughs> um, and then senior year on Netflix is a, is a fun romp. Um, and then the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window is, is the show that Nicole was talking about earlier. And then um, I am a part of a, a true crime uh, a series on HeadGum called Corked, and that is out now. All episodes available to stream. I love that. Mary, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, Nicole, thank you for having me. This was a joy. It was a dream. Okay. If you liked this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can like it, you can rate it, you can subscribe or whatever. Give me five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you write me something to why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com hitting on me or saying something nasty, I will read it. Please do not send Mars dick pics. She is my producer. She has to sift through them. She does not want that. This nice person said. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) See? Yes. Mary says no. I'm a yes. This nice person said. You want to date me because I'll make sweet love to your beautiful curly locks every day. I'll fill your hair with so much sweet cock milk that you never need to buy hair gel Cock milk? (laughs) I want to run into a brick wall. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye-bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by... Oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solo-Taroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs>
March into spring with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered 500 megabits internet for $39.99 per month, plus a $100 gift card and price lock guarantee. This deal gets even better with a free modem, free installation, and free Wi-Fi your way home. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and manage user access for all connected devices with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires May 6, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com.